and welcome back to another episode of Tokyo and Rambles podcast. I am your host Marissa, and I am here today with um, my wonderful other ramblers. I'm joined by Jesse, Ayo, uh, Lexi, Hi, uh, Sarah, Hi, lovelies, and Sarah. Hello. Um. So we've got a oh, we got a heavy load of a podcast this month, uh, which is understandable considering last month was very, uh, shall we say, very lax and relaxing. Um, but just before we get into the game, I want to say thank you guys so much. We hit the 250 download mark uh, in total across all mediums. So thank you guys so much for downloading our podcast and listening to us. Um, so, yeah, let's hop right in. Uh, we left off last um, September, with kind of the very end of the Delicious Dongo Chasing Rabbit Village 2 um, event. Um, I think many of us had already had the background last time, and uh, I know Lexi is not very happy. I'm not. I'm, I'm still very much angry. I... I, I had the boss node. It was there. It was within my grasp. And then, bam, maintenance. It's okay, guys. I'll just go over here and cry. So, unfortunately, Lexi did not get the pretty moon background from the event. <sighs> Such is life. Um, but, yeah, mm -hmm. that it'll come back next year. So, eh. <laughs> <laughs> Ugh. At least yeah. if you have any mochi left, they're very useful when one sword is just randomly like, hi. Yeah, like when Kashu decides he's not happy with the rest of the Kiwami team for no reason. While the others are in Sakura Fubuki and he's over here having a grumpy old time. Okay, dude. <laughs> you do you, man. Looking mm. at Soza for me. <laughs> it's okay, Bab. It's okay. You're still loved. Get back to work. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, after that little mini event uh, finished up, we once again got another underground treasure chest. Um, due to the recent uh, changeover of smithing and drop uh, stuff, brain, um, the, the event has drastically changed. Instead of every 10th floor has a certain uh, one of the event Toshiros, um, Hakata, Goto, Shinano, Hocho, and Mori can drop from the boss nodes um, on floor 50 through the 90th floor. Um, so they aren't on the top floors, unfortunately. I think I got that right. Um, it's been a while since I did UTC. But... Um, the drop rate did increase every 10 floors or so, and on the 99th floor, only I want the Gucci Swords drop from that boss note. So it was a nice way of grinding um, Ichini. Got about five of them from the <laughs> <laughs> A lot Whoa. of Ichinis came home. I think more than Mori's, so... Um, how was everyone's new experience with this UTC? favorable <laughs> i it, was it was mm. nifty you first 
Uh, you don't want. I'm salty. You are a little less salty. You go first. Okay, so I mainly use U2C to get my boys up into the fifties. Um, because I had I had quite a few below forty even. Mm-hmm. So, but now my lowest sword that's not Kiwame is in the fi- is like fifty one. So it worked really well. I I enjoyed getting to grind those levels for some res for not resources but for a little bit of koban um and for all the xp that it gave quite a bit of it too it was nifty but i didn't get Ichini. i i got pretty low though i was really excited i got the lowest i've been in utc i think in the seven unfortunately i didn't go further down though because i was again trying to work on those levels but i enjoyed it it was decent it was good i just wanted koban won't be used for a while, but I, I'm really glad I got the Koban. So, like Jesse, I was just kind of here for the Koban and the EXP because I don't like leveling Kiwame. It's a pain. Mm. So I was just in that hell of constantly trying to level the Kiwame boys and just kept digging and digging. And, like, you know, occasional drops were fun. Just looking, like, yay, Rambu material. And then, you know, you're just chilling. And a couple of Tachis are very, very confused. They think they're Tonto. This is fine. Lovely. And then, you know, you're just sitting on, like, floor 70-something. And Mori drops. And you're just like, why? Because I don't know if y'all remember that back when this came around last time and I hit floor 99 without a single sign of Mori last year and it was so ah so yes so just seeing him casually drop on one of those lower level ones was just like I spent so many hours and so much resources last time and you're here why please no so yes I was just seeing my life flash before my eyes a little bit. So yeah, that was that was my UTC. Yep. Hi. I'm salty. I'm very salty. I remember being excited because I got like three Ichis. No Ichinis. I think I got a Mori. Maybe one? Maybe. No, actually. No Mori. But <coughs> no salad for you. I'd have gotten Still fun. no salad for me. Got I one got him Morty. as an easy. But yeah. Like Sarah, do you guys have anything? Um. Oh, you can go ahead. Sorry. Um. My enjoyable. Um. I spent a lot of time with my good kids and um. The quartets. They they were great. They were having a great time. Um, you know, going from like level twenty to Nagasone's now eighty five, and Hachiska's in those high sixties, and Urashima kind of dropped off at forty. That's when he gave up on like floor thirty five, maybe floor forty. He was like, "Yeah, I'm not having fun anymore. I'm gonna go chill out back at the Citadel." And I'm like, "Okay, that's fine." Um, yeah, level gap still exists. That's a big oof. 
but I got a visit by my good, casual, favorite baby, Tonto. Shinano, he decided to drop for me on the first try. Hakata maxed out. He was having a good time. So did no action. But that's a different story. I won't go into that one quite. But yeah, I got the 450 and I was like, okay, time to go back and level up some other beat. And that's what I, I had. Well, for my TC, there's really actually nothing to talk about because I didn't even. So, there's nothing to talk about for me. <laughs> no worries. It is. It is a grind. Typical grind. Um. Yeah. Uh, I kind of liked how they did the new TC. I, I actually managed to, it, it's been a while since I've actually managed to get through floor 99. I used to do it all the time um, on older UTCs. It's run number 12. I've been playing for almost two years at this point. And um, since like a certain point, floor 99 or floor 50 has been literal hell. <laughs> Uh, it, it's, it's not the funnest floor to grind on, and, oof, I managed to actually get through it without any problems. Last time, I got to floor 99, used the floor, well, floor 98, and then I used the pass, like, the free pass that they give you to go through a floor and just hit the boss node on floor 99, and I said, I'm done! Uh, Jesse and Sarah were there when I did it. I was like, I used the pass, we're done. I, I didn't want to deal with it. Um, this time I actually managed to get through it off the skin of my teeth. RNG actually loved me, and it took me down that little Koban route at the bottom. So I missed a ton of battles, and then I went straight up to the boss, and I was like, oh, bless this. Um, but, yeah. Um, is, is, good, is a good event for Koban and EXP. I think I had all my, yeah, I had all my swords maxed out at 99. I think, by this point. Um, I think I was just running QEs at this point. But, um, yeah, um, so, after this event, the Solar Term Background Series exchange ended, and all of your items from that event, including the uh, manure, are gone except the competo that you collected throughout that stays um so but it will be back did the manure go away because i still had an extra manure did you you might weird because i know it went poof that one day where it was like it yeah. held it on for like two or three weeks and then it went bye-bye yeah like the event ended and then right before the current uh background campaign uh, got implemented. Everything went poof. But I, th I have no idea. I had like a random manure sitting about too, and I was like, "Where did you come from?" <laughs> so maybe it was a small little like token of here. Keep the manure. I don't know. I didn't have much manure. But yep. For those of you who didn't get the beautiful little sunflower background. Um, it will be back next year. Um, it seems like this is going to be a reoccurring series. 
that we are going to be getting, uh, considering we just are we are currently in the solar term winter background um, campaign series. So it is a beautiful. It's it's a nonsense scene, right? <laughs> My brain. It's is, a garden. It's, it's a, a pretty very garden. pretty. Yeah. yeah. Flowers. Sarah happened to beat us all to it. Yeah. Sarah did. Um, I I got it like two days after her because RNG hated me and I forgot to send swords out to go get manure. <laughs> one day, whoops. Um, but it is the same as the previous fall one. Um, you get your items through internal fairs, front lines, and expeditions. Um, but this time you are collecting sweet potatoes, persimmons, chrysanthemums, and uh, shishimo fish. So you're another fish. Another type of flower and two types of vegetables that are usually um, seen about this time of year. So, oh, definitely, I can confirm that sweet potatoes, <laughs> satsumaimo, they're they are the snack of the season, as well as persimmons. You can find those anywhere. They're also really good. I had one this time recently. <laughs> also, uh, compost. Once again, you can get it through ho uh, horse keeping. And it's used to increase the number of vegetables obtained from field work. So it doubles or triples your sweet potato and persimmons that you will get, which will help you so much in the long run in getting that background. Um, and by doing normal battle and doing the um, sword training one, I always forget, there's three, um, sending them out to go um, spar will still give you the competo. I have over 100 competo for cold tummy sun ready for his butt gets home um so yeah what do you guys think of the event did everyone get the previous background yay i know i think i was the first one to get that one i think so i kept goofing and forgetting what manure was so <laughs> last time took me effort <laughs> But we you got also there. didn't know what the competo was and had like 80 <laughs> just chilling. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I, I thought like, those Sarah, were... What is this? <laughs> I legitimately thought those were the same demon throwing beans. From... <laughs> <laughs> so you're just stocking up. All right. <laughs> I mean, I still have like 1200 of the demon beans just chilling in the inventory. So hi. Not until like. February. You can still use them. I don't the remember which button to click for them, so they're just sitting there. So yeah, <laughs> I, I'm bad when there's collecting things. Yeah. Hi. Lexi and Sarah, did you manage to get the sunflower background? Mine's coming home tomorrow. I think I'm only short one um, potato. A single potato. That the was... one that I couldn't grasp. I couldn't <laughs> but tomorrow Lexi. is the day. Uh, but the sunflower one, you brought home the sunflower one, right? From the summer. <sighs> the sunflower one is the reason I didn't get my bunny one. It's okay. Whoops. <laughs> it's fine. Everything's fine. It all works out in the end. It's just a background to say. Nagasone would have looked great with that background. He looks pretty in the sunflowers. 
Nagasone looks really nice with the backlit fall leaves, so you're fine. Nagasone looks good with everything. I don't know what you're talking about. It's fine. Next year will come. Be fine. And you, Sarah? Um. So, given the fact that I haven't touched Token Number for a while, um. Nope. Uh. Kind of like non-existent right now <laughs> in the spectrum of like the fangirling over playing in like the wallpapers and stuff like that i'm just kind of like here <laughs> you just like the pretty boys yeah i'm trying to find the groove back but everything's just life is wrecking my butthole yeah that is that is me with so much. understand completely. Just a little background on Sarah. She's in like pre-med and senior mode and stuff. You're taking tons of biology and fun classes as a senior, so yeah. Sarah's on the, the struggle bus of the medical route. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so classes take precedence when it comes to that, definitely. Definitely. Yeah. All right. So in between uh, UTC going on and the current event, which we'll get into in a little bit, uh, we had about, what was it, about a week or two? Um, Maybe two weeks. It was about two weeks. I think it was supposed to be about a week, and then they extended it again. Um, Understandably so. This uh, current event is huge. Um. We had, for about the first week, we had an experience boost campaign. So you got uh, times two EXP from all battles and times five against Kebishi. Uh So quick all of us went. Real quick. Mm -hmm. Because they, that was supposed to just last for a week. They're like, okay, until mm -hmm. um, maintenance the next Tuesday. We're like, okay, great. New event next Tuesday. And then the maintenance hit and they're like, oh, haha, just kidding. It's back. Yep. For an extended amount of time, but there was no end date on it. Okay, so it was kind of like here it's gonna yeah. end whenever the event gets yeah. put into place. Yeah, it was like whenever oh, the event the comes. Next... Yep, they're like this is all in preparation. <laughs> so so when only... the event comes, you won't have it anymore, and that's all you know. So uh, that's... we we worried. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so be... much worry. Yeah, considering they extended the experience boost campaign. Added on zero repair cost campaign. Uh, that's worrisome. And internal affairs plus one campaign. Hooray, I max Akita out. Not Akita, Hakata. Akita has complete max stats now. Thank you, campaign. Nice. That campaign is one of probably the uh, Nitro Demon's rarest campaigns that they do for Token Rambu. Um, because no matter where you're going to send them like out, you're going to get a plus one. You're not going to come home with a nothing and waste 24 hours sending your boys out to hopefully max their HP or their scouting stat out, because that's the only way you can do it. It's field work. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's a struggle if you want to max all your swords out. And that was, that was nice. And I didn't notice I had Max Hakata out, and I had no idea how long he'd been sitting there with Max stats. And I was like, oh no. 
is bad. Oh. But yeah. Notice me. I, I knew a lot of people on the token wiki were like token wiki discord were running like seven four and everything. And I'm just like, I'm over here running six four happily, not wasting any resources. Um and hoping to get mustard tips, Nagasone baby, and maybe a possible Nihongo drop for some Rambu levels. Because <laughs> I wasn't touching 7-4. I did actually touch it. And I managed, because of how my swords are, like I mentioned, their scouting's maxed. Which means, guess what shows up, Sarah? Short. Short oh. shows up. I... Made it. Scooty. Ow. Oh but, my god. But I didn't make it. <laughs> I made it, but Sayo was my captain and he got poked red to the side. No. So I didn't get a sword drop. No, honey. But I made it. <laughs> I, I mean, made congrats on getting through the devil's short route. Ooh. And they were only level 58, Kiwame. So don't do that, guys. It's, it's death. Please you need take long much... route. Long route's nice. Long route's a good little medium stroll through seven four. Medium's fine too. Like I've run medium, but I have to like take off like two Kiwame Tonto. <laughs> I can only run it with four, uh, so that they lose a lot of troopies um, because their chances of getting whacked um, are a little higher because they don't have all six. Uh, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't run seven four short. Without Kiwame Tonto level 80 or higher. Because you're not going to make it. And you're still going to make it. But you're going to cry. Because you're still yeah, going to lose time Next year I'll be able to do that. I still can't. <laughs> and I've been can... doing this game for two years. After, almost at this point. I old. Um, but Yeah. I don't uh, want to touch 7-4, but I forgot to unlock that recollection. <laughs> I cry. Mm. I don't want to go back to 7-3 either, but that's those are the... No, I'm not ready. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Good luck with those Era 7 recollections. For I got 7-1 and 7-2. <laughs> that's those... mainly why I haven't gone back to the Era 7 in a while. It's because yeah. I'm waiting to get certain boys into a proper level for that <laughs> here here i'm gonna give a nice hint to those of you listening for those of you who probably have no idea what we're talking about the recollections for era seven involve the date gumi <laughs> plus Kaz uh plus uh Kazen and, plus Kazen and <laughs> <laughs> because of hosukawa um if you watch uh uh akatsuki so cool. you'll understand um you'll totally under Akatsuki is literally just the plot of the Era 7 recollections. I'm sorry. Uh, sort of. Some bits of it are. Pretty um, much. <laughs> make sure that if your boys aren't kiwame though a handful of them have Kiwame forms, please have them level 9. It's 99. Especially Shokurai Cutie and Tsurumaru. Because they will die very easily in Era 7 because they are not well sorted for um urban maps. In the, no, not at all. No, no. They and then the some of them are ones. They are the only ones who don't have a Kiwi before because Tachi of the required blades. And you're just sitting here like you're getting yeah. poked so much. Stop. Also, make sure that 
Um, I know there's a couple of recollections in Era 7-2, the map that uh, Taiko Gane Sanamune drops on. There are some, like, one or two recollections in that era that don't require him to be on your team. Have him on your team anyways, because he gives you a shortcut to get to the boss node. So, have fun, guys. Those are evil. They're really evil, and I don't know why they did this. So if you need a yelling partner, feel free to drop onto our Discord and join us and scream because, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Because yeah. we like screaming with other people who know our pain. Yeah, I had a, I had a drop uh, leveling certain swords <laughs> up to level Sudumaru up because I was like, I need those recollections. And he's level 60-something. He's gonna die. He needs to be level 99. Um, so, yeah. Anyways. Anyone have any notes before we get into uh, anything they want to say before we get into the uh, new event that I'm going to probably lose my voice after talking about it? I, I was just filled with all this concern leading up to it because of that kind of thing, especially after recently watching Heden. And eventually we'll do that whole review and mm -hmm. you'll understand why. If people don't understand why yet, then go find Heden. Um, yeah, I just, so many things to cause concern. And I think it was every other day or maybe every day I was messaging <laughs> someone and being like, but guys, this is not going to be okay. What do I do? <laughs> yep. Yeah it, yeah, it was worrisome to many of us. Still have 20 minutes, but on a side note, I haven't seen Mr. KBC in in a while. If anyone knows where he is, tell him that he missed our lunch date the other day. Oh. <laughs> <Aww>. <laughs> yeah, but that's it. We'll send if anyone sees him, just make sure to pass on a message. Will do. I'll tell him the next time I run 3-4. Well, 3-2. My bad. All You're right. not wanted here. Go go home. Your your lunch crew is waiting. Yes. <laughs> You can quit poking the baby bubble bean who's very low leveled and currently beaming baby sat by all the other Kiwis who are very confused why there is a non-Kiwi on the team. <laughs> Alright. So, here's where Marissa loses her voice. Um, <laughs> so, we recently, there was a lot of teasers for this current event and it's been pushed back a lot understandably so so the current event that is ongoing right now is the special investigation jurakute um all right let me let me get my notes because a oh boy howdy is it a lot so this is a brand spanking new event and it doesn't follow any previous conventions for other events so hold your butts while i go over all the information because it's going to be a massive amount of information overload if you want a better explanation with more visuals, because I know I am a visual person. Um, you can always go to the Token Rambu wiki and look it up there. They have a really good guide. I'm pretty much going to word vomit everything that's on there and add some of my own input from playing through the event um, for the past couple of days. All right. So because Jodok Day is a very different event, and there's a possibility that the event will span over a long period of time, your first team cannot be sent out. So you have to send out team two, three, or four to, um, to do this event. 
because your swords will be stuck out on this map um, until you either bring them back home or you um, land on a boss node and can bring them back other ways. So, um, unfortunately, in addition, swords that whose team is currently in the event um, will not be able to do the following activities. Cannot send them on sorties for normal maps. Cannot go on expeditions. Rip my heart. Uh, <laughs> cannot be uh, participate in PvP. You cannot change their team formation. Cannot dismantle, repair, send them to the refinery, or do anything with Rambu levels. So you really can't do anything with these swords if they are stuck in the Jurakte map. Um, this is because um, your main uh, source of movement in the game is you roll a dice. You're rolling a seven-sided die um, and use the die that is on hand and will add to your action counter according to the number on the die displayed. You only get two die. You're going to get about four die a day. So every time um, like the daily things reset, you get a completely new set of dice. Um, it does it at your usual resetting times. It does it twice. Um, I know it's like four o'clock here. It'll be eventually three o'clock. Um, so, yep, everyone who probably hey. plays this game knows their hey. usual reset time. You yeah, know what? It'll it reset at five p.m. and a.m. Japanese standard, standard time. That was it. So, whatever that is for whatever time zone you are in. You probably have a good idea of that if you've been playing Token for a while. I will be continuing to update the Twitter based on Eastern Standard Time, EST. So if that helps for for those listeners, keep an eye out for that too. Yeah, since um, all of us here except Jesse um, are Eastern Standard Time, so that's how we kind of go off things. But for just this, um, that's the Japanese Standard Time. Um, so you move every single node um, along. So every time you move a node, you consume uh, one on your action counter. Um, so however, there is a way to roll more than one to two die. And that is by the lucky seven die. Um, it's in place of a normal die, and it adds to your action counter. Um, if I were look correctly, you can get them through some of the missions acquired, but I think they happen at like 200 enemies and after 300 enemies. Um, but they can be bought in the store. For those of you who want to spend money on this event, uh, I know many of us here are not going to spend money on this event if we can't help it. Um, but I know some people that have already gotten two of our wonderful event sword, who we will actually not name. It's kind of a big old surprise. All right. So unfortunately, unlike most events with pass-related stuff, you cannot use Koban to replenish the die. Womp, 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 womp. Rip my heart to pieces. Thanks, DMM. Um, so with the exception of the start node and the citadel node, um, which are like the first two nodes, uh, it is possible to return to any node that you stepped on before while moving around the map. And even if the node, you've already cleared it, stepping on it will trigger the event again. So 
the certain types of nodes that we have throughout is double EXP, which is represented by the yellow node that you're going to step on. Um, recovery, which is blue. And then you have um, a couple of other um, nodes, like your regular enemy and then your boss node. And then you have a final boss node. Brain. I have a lot of text here. Um, so right after you beat a regular boss, your team will be allowed to return to the Citadel while keeping the action counter at the time. Um, this allows you to go back without wasting your previous roll numbers. So you can go change your formation, feel like, hey, my swords are injured. I'm going to go heal them or I'm going to change them up because it's not working right now. And the team that comes back in this condition will not have their activities in the Citadel restricted. So if you want to go do PvP with them, go do other things, go do that. And the uh, the bosses, right? Yes, the boss nodes. So you're you're going through this this map in the different sections. And... There are three different sections. Okay, so yeah. <laughs> each <laughs> boss. I've only gotten to two to two yeah. sections, um, but each boss, each boss unit is a different has a different unit name, and it kind of cracks me up. And I'm very excited to see what the third unit name is to see what it says. But the first section's boss unit is the retrograde political education unit. So we've got this group of teachers taking out their their failing students. <laughs> And it's great, because every time I think about it, I'm like, oh, and they run into the token donchies, right? And they're like, okay, guys, this is what happens when you fail. And, um, yeah. <laughs> you get to the second map section, and that unit, we have the retrograde oppression unit. For whatever reason, <laughs> oppression equals telemarketers to some people. So we have the educators and the telemarketers <laughs> and uh well they're certainly getting more human-like i guess is one way to put that so let's see what we've got in <laughs> section three shall we <laughs> oh but uh for those of you who've been playing it um if you notice once you clear all of the nodes in a section um the clouds over to the left will go away and reveal the next section um, you have to clear all of the nodes in the previous section to move onward. And when you hit the final boss node, you will be uh, ranked. And if you somehow, I don't know how, don't kill any enemies, don't ask how, you fail. Um, but if you beat between 1 and 299, you'll get a good um, ranking, which is fine. Go back and replay the map again. Um, your, your goal essentially is to beat 300 enemies. Um, and once you beat 300 enemies, you go hit that boss node, and you get our lovely event sword, who we're going to call Mr. Y. And that's all we're going to call him, because he's still very new. Um, if you want to go spoil yourself, you're welcome to do so, but for those... Um, haven't we don't want to spoil you it's very different than um some of the other swords that they have revealed um but mr y is the creepy hooded figure that <laughs> you're going up against um and you will get recollections throughout the events as well 
speaking on that, because that was a recent topic that got brought up, um, you will unlock recollections throughout the event um, by just progressing, and Mr. Y will show up. Or sometimes if you have Mamba on your team, he will interact with Mamba. Um, but once you beat the game, if you don't have all the recollections, no worries, they'll show up anyways. So once you actually beat the game, all the recollections will be available for you, even if you don't unlock them throughout the event. So, yep. And if you beat the event and you currently do not have Kiwame, um, Yamambagiri Kunihiro, no worries. If you eventually send him out to for Kiwame training and he comes back, those recollections will be unlocked for you. So, nice little new thing. This one is very new and it's very big. Also, no worries. You do not need to beat the event in one full run. You don't have to like wander around sections trying to get enough um, enemies to defeat. Um, your total sum of enemies will continue to be counted when you re-enter the map. Um, also, there are prizes um, and rewards for um, hitting the boss note a certain amount of times. If I am correct, well, the latest one is hitting the boss node 20 times. That's going to be difficult. But it is. it might be possible without spending money. But yeah. So because of the fact that you're going to be keeping your swords in um, the Judoc Day investigation for a long time, they can get hurt. But you can't heal them. Um, so one way is to use um, the dried chestnuts. I think they give you one. There might be a couple of ways to get them through the missions. Um, no worries. Um, if you need to, you can actually retreat. Uh, your team will return to the Citadel, but your action counter will go back down to zero. So if you rolled like a really nice seven and you only moved about two or three times, um, those remaining numbers you will lose. Um, and the next time that you go back in, you will land at the late, the last um like returning point. So, yep. I think Jesse did something along these lines, so you know those a little bit better. But there is a way, if you've done using your roles, you can suspend your investigation. Your t you will go back to the Citadel, um, and you'll preserve everything, but you can't use them. Um, that's the bottom button. Hit that. <laughs> uh, right now, I'm not having too much of a problem with the event. With Pokey Pokey, but I have an entire team of Kiwame Uchigatanas. So, but also a side note, even though it kind of is a bit of a pass event, swords and troops that will have been destroyed will not recover. So please do not continue trying to press on when one of your swords is in the red. It will break and you will not get it back. So make sure that you be careful with this event. Um, it's very different. Um, for those of you who are worried about getting Mr. Y, um, there is... I have just reached the Judacte Citadel, which is the third area. I have yet to hit the boss node. And I've already got hit, um, killed about 140 enemies. But RNG was nice to me today. So... We will see. I know RNG is not was not nice. This is just certain somebody. <laughs> the 
I think a lot of people expressed a bit of concern about that too, because on the official Twitter, they were they were like, "Hey, if if you're concerned about getting to 300 enemies defeated, all you have to do is go against one of the six, the the six, what's it called? The standard units that have the six enemies, right? Just you can yeah. just bounce back and forth between node yeah. and one of those 50 times. They, they, they're like, just do that 50 times it's, and you'll get 300. Also, this so, is not a normal event length. It is yeah. not even a regiment event length. I, don't, I think it's almost about a month. Yeah. It's about three weeks. So it's regiment event length or so. So you have three weeks to do this. Also, if you roll your, go roll your die. If you're at work. <laughs> Go roll your die. Even if you can't go and do your actions, roll them. And then just leave. Your action counter will stay. Just hit the hit the suspend action button. But the bottom one, like when you open your menu, hit the bottom right. Hit it. And then you can go back and do all of your actions later in the day when you come home. Say like you have work or class. And you come back. Just come back and do all of them in one swell sweep. Um, so you don't waste um, those die because... Unlike the passes, sometimes I've been like, darn, I forgot to use two or one of my passes. Oh no, Koban. You can't with this one. Once you lose it, you lose it. Um, so. It's yep. really obnoxious considering how much, like, I know me and at least one other person who's on our Discord, we were talking about it. It's like, we worked so hard to bring home all this Koban. <laughs> And yet, we can't use any of it. Was that right? Time government, why? <laughs> it's my money and I want to use it how I want to. Let me use it. Josie, was that with Rose? Yeah, it was with yeah, Rose. I, <laughs> <laughs> I usually wake up and there's like an entire conversation with you two. And I'm like, oh, I miss stuff. <laughs> yeah, Rose is a lot of fun to talk with because for, for whatever reason... She's a night owl like Sarah used to be at school. <laughs> I feel attacked right now. <laughs> but I will say I love and hate this event. Um, it's, it is doable. It is actually doable because I'm almost about halfway done, give or take, almost close to it, um, with getting the amount of enemies killed so I can get the event sword. Um, I'll probably have to hit the boss node and then make my way back through it again. But I made my way through it in, like, what? Three days? Almost. At the same time, it's it's doable, but it sucks because you're just sitting there like, I'm gonna roll my die. Eh! Damn it, it's a two. Okay. I'll roll my die again. It's a three. Uh, and then today it was like six, six. And I'm like, where did you come from? <laughs> I was, I got like two ones in a row and other things. And I'm just like, so it, it really, it, it is also up to your dice rolls. Like you could have like freaking outstanding dice rolls and manage to get through the event really quickly. Or you could be poor Sarah, who's still stuck in area one because of ones. I'm screaming, you know, this is fine. 
But you're you're past that. Aren't didn't you make it into area three? Or even ever. I I I am sitting in area two. Oh, you made awkwardly, area three. Okay. And going nowhere very fast because A, I did not realize the fact that you had to do all the nodes before you went anywhere. So I yep. kind of did the usual thing where you just kind of try to get to the bosses fast, so I had to backtrack. And all the enemies I'm going against, their units are only two or three people. So I'm just kind of like, I am here, and I have only done 80-something enemies. Why? Why? What is all these ones for? Make it stop. <laughs> Haven't heard from Lexi or Sarah in a little while. How, how, <laughs> what is your take on this event? I I really like the event. I think it's pretty neat. Um, I I my first time running it. Well, first time as like when I did the first part of it, I was like, okay. Here's what we're gonna do. I'm gonna put all these Kiwis that I don't normally, like, you know, send out into battle. Naki, Soza, you know, the kids that kind of I sent out and was super proud of them. And then kind of, like, they just sort of, like, sit and stare at the wall. And I was like, okay, you guys are gonna go outside and have some fun. Have fun, kids. And I had Nagasone as my captain because it's me. And... I was like, okay, we're gonna go outside and have fun. And then it was like, oh, by the way, don't forget that your like first anniversary as a Sonny was coming up soon. That's pretty neat. And I'm like, oh yeah, that is true. Wait a sec. But Nagasone's out on on the mission, then he's not gonna be able to greet me when when it's my Sonny birthday. That's really sad. So once I de- completed the first section, I was like, okay, we need a new captain. Iwatoshi was kind of, like Iwatoshi was just kind of staring at me like, "Hey, hey, this should be my turn. I want to be captain." So now he's captain. He is having a lot of fun. But for those of you who are worried about levels, this is really easy <laughs> so far. Because I forgot to mention this. It was a small little side note. There's so many aspects of this event. Ah. Uh, rain um once you hit 300 enemies and you hit that boss node the map changes again it's currently right now what you see as you're going through that's what your map's going to be like and then it changes and the event enemies apparently get stronger so yeah i don't know how strong <laughs> we'll see but your event your eventually essentially your map will reset itself. And you have to do hit all the nodes again afterwards, I think. So uh, but yeah. Hooray for this new event. Um I like the new style with the fact that there's plot involved in this event, which is really nice. The recollections, um and all of that is really cool. But the progress is very slow. Yeah. It's very slow. But it, it allows happens. it allows you to play the event and do normal level grinding on other teams at the same time. Unlike UTC <laughs> and DOT and Regiment and um, World War Training Expansion and 
Dongo bunnies, like all these other <laughs> events. You'd like focus on the event if you want this stuff. This one's like, hey, roll your die, do your actions. Takes a couple minutes, you're done. Go do the regular game. It's like, oh my gosh, I can I can level I can try and get Hirano and Fudo dupes for Rambu levels at the same time while doing an event and not miss anything. <gasps> this 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 is a dream come true. Except you're using a team I would send out for expeditions. I am not happy. That nope. I'm not happy about. So I had to change up my entire teams because I was sending them on resource um, expeditions to get coal. And my whetstone dropped below 50,000k and I was like, mm. You know, you Wait. say 50,000k. <laughs> <laughs> no, drastically. I went from 50,000 to about 47,000 with three, like, a couple smiths, and I was like, nope. Honey, honey. Nope. I know, honey, you have, like, 5,000. I weep for you. But I had to change my entire expedition thing for Whetstone again, and I was like... <laughs> I'm an unhappy person right now. And thus we have the different types of Saniwas. <laughs> <laughs> You see us rolling. We screaming. <laughs> <laughs> I think we have the title. <laughs> you forgot crying too. <laughs> you see us screaming. We crying. Oh. <laughs> I just want my resources. I want cold tummy. I don't want my verb or my Toshi to get Rambu level 5, but they're so close. Uh. <sighs> That's the Sarah. That's me with Pinky Dinky Doo, to be honest. He oh, loves he's already. Oh, yeah. Good. He's a good level 5 Rambu. He's, he, he likes it. He's a good boy. Yasu really likes being level 5, too. Yasu yeah, play does. with sound, and you should really listen to the different things that they added in, because it's really, really cute, actually. I think I heard one of his lines, because Yasu's on my current um, Find the Hirano and Fudo team. <laughs> He's finding the Fifi. <laughs> nope, nope, I'm renaming it. These are not the Tonto you were looking for team. Because <laughs> I'm not finding the Tonto I'm looking for. Oh... Uh, I know. I could just smith them. I get it, people. I'm not doing that. <laughs> I'm looking for Shizuka, and he refuses to come home. My resources go to him. Then it'll go to other things. Again. But for now, I'm grinding 3-2 with a full Kiwame Uchigatana team to get him. <laughs> Multiple times. Because he's only Rabu <laughs> level 2. Uh, yep. Uh, didn't get enough of him like, during UTC. The the Rambu lines for level 5 though, I'm I know they've they've been translated, not like the the types of lines that there are. I don't know if the actual lines have been translated yet or not. But you get a new line for when you give them a horse, you give them a Mamori, one of the protective charms. Um, I think there's another troop line. I think so. And you I get like three or four. It is. 
Yeah. But you also get, when swords are done smithing, they let you know by voice. So you, you log into the home, to the main Citadel page, right? And they're like, oh, smithing's done. You want to go see? And it's really cute. And I just, they sound so sweet when you give them the protective terms. They're like, oh, okay, I'll take hold of this. Thanks. Thanks for thinking of me. And it's like, oh, you're welcome. Um. So yeah, give them all a listen. The voice actors do a fantastic job. Go love your boys even more. All right. Is there any other bits about Jurake that anyone wants to make mention of? Or um, anything that has happened to them within Token Rambu this month that we haven't touched on within the um, events and campaigns? I'm good. I got two kiwis. You did. Oh. Who'd you send out again? Hakata and um, Shinano. Congratulations. Two more. I'm, I'm very happy that they have gone and come back. I wanted to try and send out Nagasone before um, my Saniwa birthday, where I turn a grand total of a whole year old. Um... <laughs> But he is level 85, and he is not doing the event because I want him to be there when I turn one. It's <laughs> not our one-year wedding anniversary, and the wedding is when he came home, because he was being ungrateful until I expanded my sword slots. But, you know what, it's still a memorable time for us. I think somebody, I think it was, was it Sarah that sent out Mono Yoshi? I sent out Mono and Hirano, so I have those two happy Kiwi Babs who I'm getting to throw swords to Nom Nom on right now. Yes, it's fun. good. <laughs> Hirano, I, I... best Kiwame Tonto. This is not a bias, this is actually a fact. He has the best stats of all of the Kiwame Tonto. He MVP is stills. Way too many times. Oof. He's a good boy. But he's a good boy. At least he'll level up fast then because he, he's oh, yeah. the baby. He's the baby of the Kiwis and it's it's a sad fate right now. I think I sent him out like third or f like he was one of like my first five that I sent out. Um because I know it was Gokotai, then Sayo, and then I might have been here. But Gokotai was MPP stealer forever, and then all of a sudden, Hirano was just like, nah, bitch, step out. And him and, him and Goto are like, nah, nah, Gokotai. Gokotai's just like, save me, I just keep getting poked, and you're I'm so cute. And then I hit orange, and then I make you want to cry. I mean, aesthetically wise, Go Amazing. And I'm like, I can't think of another Tonto that's aesthetically. Gokutai is precious. He was my second Kiwi, Kiwi. And he was only second because Atsushi was my first. And at the time, I didn't know you could tell them to go later. <laughs> um, so I remember that. Atsushi went, and he's happy. He was a happy to, to send out first. But I really like Gogotai. He's one of my top Kiwis. Right? I mean, that giant tiger, you guys. Oh my god. Right? His gorgeous eyes. I Come know. on. 
And then when he awakens, that tiger just gets all flammy and arg in his yes. face. And you're just like, oh my gosh. But it, it hurts me so bad. Some of the Kiwami Tontos sprites, when they get injured in orange, make me want to cry. <laughs> Gokutai need- is one of them. Goto is another one that's just like, ouch, I'm on the ground hurt. And you're like, please stop. <laughs> no. Uh, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Baby, stop. <laughs> they all need blankets when they get injured because it's just like, you no, know, <laughs> you're so too. Nope. We're not touching Chi Chi though. He's not a Tonto, Ton- so Chi Chi's over there doing his own thing. But all the Tontos though, they just need <laughs> they need blankets and protecting, and no, <laughs> just no. Yeah. Any other Kiwames for people? I actually have three new Kiwis. Who do you have? I have Yagen, Imano, and Mono. So Yagen, Imano, Tsuri, and Monoshi. And um, the thing with Monoyoshi and Yagen, I I am building a team of lower level Kiwis, low level Kiwis, to go hunting for a certain Wakizashi hiding in a Kebishi lower level map um and i was hoping even though he wouldn't be too high of a level but he came back level 32 Ooh, i was like oh okay that's cool um but yeah so yagen and Monoyoshi are my lowest level cute swords at level two so they're Ow. having fun being fed and waiting and i'm gonna have a lot of fun giving them xp later on because I, I know the Kiwi struggle is. But, I mean, I did it with Yazuzada that I can do it again. Um, yeah. They're really good boys. And Sosa's really happy that Yagen is now Kiwi with him. So, that's good. Alright. Does anyone else have any event, like, any progress that they've made within the game so far this month? Nope. Everyone's mentioned everything? Alright. Because... As per usual me, I don't send Kiwis out anymore, and I don't level things up very much anymore, because... <laughs> Your Master Sword? Yeah... Master Sword is Master Sword. Uh, it's gonna be really funny once I actually get Shizuka, because I'm I'm gonna tell you how far that boy gets. Just eating Kampeto. Like... <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> That'll be fun. Uh, <laughs> Um, I have over 100 Kampeto at this point, thanks to the um, sending swords out for daily duties, and from hitting Rambu level 4 for a handful of the swords, you do get 3 Kampeto by hitting that. Um, and I just, I wasted some of them on some of, on Kiwi Yagen a little bit, but then I was like, what, what, what is the point of me feeding a f- level 55 Kiwame? Like, it's not gonna do anything. <laughs> I just held on to them. Um, there were a handful that I did feed to like Kenshin and um, Chiopio and Koryu back when they were when I was still leveling them up. Um, so now I still have over about 100 Kampeto. So we'll, we'll see about that. Um, so before we move on to anything else, um, along with Judoc Day, the, um, they announced on their uh, Twitter the upcoming updates and events that we are going to have until December. 
Um, so mid-November through early December. Um, so after Judoc Day ends, everyone's favorite village of treasures will be coming back. Please, no. Please. Why? Our card curse. Uh, what's but, an instrument? <laughs> what is an instrument and for card curse returns? Yes. And we are finally getting music for our wonderful uh, Tontos. So, but for some odd reason, it's only Imano Suzuki and Goto? I'm confused I about mean, that. Why not? <laughs> but okay, I guess they're. I can understand Imano Suzuki. He's been in the game since the beginning and he is Tonto in line of like numbers so maybe um so those two will be getting background musics uh they will probably only require the three basic music instruments so you don't have to worry about those obnoxious taiko and suzu curse those bells what um, you have just jinxed it uh, uh, problem. well if you kind of look it's mostly like, it's like uchigatanas and up that require them the Wakis and uh, the, the Wakis haven't. No, it's Tachi's and up because Ujigatana's required regulars. Because when Wakizashi's came out, they only required the three basic instruments. It didn't require those. So we'll see. We don't know. Hopefully. But a new sword will be showing up. Ah, new sword! So Yay! Well, wonder what it's going to be. Um, no idea. And in December, um, Odachi Kiwame? <laughs> what happened to Shoku Kiwame? I'm very upset, but I know Sarah's very happy. <laughs> I need this in my life. I, and if they do dare to put the sinking firefly or the Otachi Tachi brothers... Before Ishikirimaru, I will scream and cry and do summoning circles. Huh. Oh, gosh. Welcome to my TED Talk. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> I have a feeling he's probably going to be the first because he is Mr. Slow Loris over there. <laughs> okay. He's, he's probably the worst man. out of all of the Odachis. And He's trying. He has spiritual issues. <laughs> <laughs> oh goodness! But he has spiritual issues. So those four will be getting uh, Kiwame forms, and in December, at the end of the year, it'll probably go in through January, as it usually does. Uh, we'll be getting Regiment Battle Four, along with the brand new sword. Um. Woo. So. I'm a little confused as to why we literally jumped over Tachi's and went straight to Odachi's. Um, but thinking about it, the other, like the Odachi's and your Naginata's and your Yari's, how many are there? Four, so three, and two, less three. Than the... <laughs> Not very many. Four, three, and three. Four, three, and three. So I have a feeling that they're going to do them first. And then go back to the Tachis, which are, like, just as much as the Uchikatanas, so... More than, yeah. I think. More than, I think, actually, too. Um, I think they have the most amount. Either that or the Tontos. But, yeah. Um, it's either probably going to be Odachi, then Yari. 
and then maybe like Iwatoshi, and then we go to the Tachi, and then we fill in the gaps. Um, but we'll see. Um, I'm really confused why they skipped over Tachi. I knew a lot of people after Mamba got released, everyone was like, Tachi Wome, Tachi Wome, Tachi Wome, Shoku's gonna get be usable again. It's gonna be good. And then it was like, no. It's like, well, Ishikini Mario will be usable again. <laughs> I still use him. He doesn't happen often, but I'll use him. He's level 99 for me, so. He's in the 80s. None of my Odachis are maxed yet. They're oh, they working like, on it. They like to max mine. once they get higher. Oh. Actually, no, that's a lie. Hotaru Maru is maxed yes. out. I, I thought um, Hotaru Maru was maxed out because of Rudgment. That happened this summer, yeah. But, but yeah. So look out for those events coming up in the upcoming months. Um, yeah. And those extreme screams whenever they do come up. Yep. Um, speaking of what? upcoming events. I'm going to make mention of this now. I'll make mention of it again later because that was just reminding me. Um, I know this is coming at a weird point, but we will not be having a uh, podcast um, to in um, November because of the holiday season plus exams. Um, it's the end of November is a, and beginning of December is a really busy time for all of us. Um, so we will be probably... Hopefully not dying. We'll be covering November stuff in December as well. So um, you won't have a podcast from us until December, January time. So sorry for that. Um, point. Um, thank you, Lexi, for reminding me. Um, you, you want my Huga um, little uh, theory about Regiment that you were talking about? Just in general, like, yeah. go back to when I first started, and then they're like, oh, hey, there's a little boy, his name's Hugo, and I'm like, oh, look, he's pretty cute. And then, like, he fell off the face of the earth, and we never heard from him again. Unless you have him, of course. Like, where'd he go? Is he alright? We already had two where events with Nelson, but we haven't seen him. Where did you come from? Goodness. Um. <laughs> no. Uh, he I, he's in he's stuck in event sword hell at the moment. Yeah, with Chio Pio and Yanzen and uh Nyan Nyan. Like there's a handful of swords that are probably gonna be event only for a while. But I have a possible theory because he came in regiment last year, um during December, and we're getting a regiment. We always get two regiments a year. We get one December, January time. And then we get one in the middle of the summer. Um, and he came in in December, which is why Lexi started the game. Because her anniversary is in November. And then Kenji, uh, not Kenji, uh, Hugo showed up. Sorry, I saw Sarah post something about Kenji. <laughs> Brain. Hugo showed Love up. Love you. Tachi. They're both Tachis that don't want to come home. Um, Pontos. What is with my brain right now? <laughs> They're both Tantos that don't want to come home. They're both Tantos that don't want to come home. They're swords. They're special boys. They're special boys. I just keep getting all these Tachis. I think that's why. Like, my brain's on, like, Tachis. Um, but despite the fact, because he was a brand new sword for Regiment last year in December, but we're getting a new sword in this Regiment. Maybe he's going to be the sword that drops a lot. 
or possibly has a drop rate on the fourth event map, maybe. We'll see. I don't know. Because that new sword's going to be the um, the big event sword that requires you to get 100,000 whatevers to get. <clears throat> and it's not going to be Hyuga, because that was Hyuga last year. But, yeah. We'll see. We will see. We will see what happens to um, Kashu's little brother. <laughs> Kashu's shopping buddy. But, uh, That's beautiful. Thank you. <laughs> but speaking of shopping buddies, um, in recent news when it comes to merchandise, uh, Honeybomby's Nindroid actually is available for pre-order. Um, you can get it through, like, I think Animate's website, Amiami and stuff, other websites if you want to get it through. But if you actually um, pre-order it through Good Smile's website, you get like a bonus rubber strap. This happens for all of their Nindroids when they release them. If you pre-order, you get a little pre-order bonus. So if you want that, comes with him. Um, his brother is right behind him, so no worries, guys. But um, that is it when it comes to kind of like game stuff. So we're going to start moving into real life stuff. Um, so we're going to segue into, um, once again, just for letting you guys know, the Swords of Kyoto event is going on at the Kyoto, Kyoto National Museum, um, running through um, around the end of November on the 25th. This is the second stage. Um, so. Um, there's some newer swords that weren't out in the first half, um, but there was a couple swords that were in both. Uh, Jesse, if you want to, I'm going to segue into you and let you talk a little bit more about your experience. Um, Oof, all right. That. So, um, yeah, so the event started September 29th, and this past week, at the end of October, they switched out the the limited time swords. So. Before, they had, say, Soza on display, while this next round, they have Ishikiri Maru on display. Hey. And there's some other swords that got changed out, too. For the full list of that, you can visit the website. I don't have that on me. But I had the pleasure of going to this exhibit uh, last weekend? The weekend before. Weekend before, I believe. Uh, weekend before, yeah. It was the weekend before. And holy cow, it was amazing. They're, they they had so many of the, the cutouts and the boys in picture form there. You could get an audio walkthrough of the exhibit with your choice of one of four of the sword boys. You could get Azuki, Sengo, Gokotai. What's the other one? Mika? I'm bad for forgetting. I said Mika. Was it Hiza? It might have been Hiza. I think you said Hiza. Okay. Um, and but that was 10 extra dollars. And I didn't really want any of them telling me about the swords. Thinking about how they sounded. I was like, yeah, great. Let me have Mika's laugh throughout the entire thing. That's okay. Um, but the... There were three different floors, and you could walk through and see them all. You could stand in line to get up super close to some of the blades. There were four different ones that you could actually, like, walk around this in this individually placed 
mini podium thing cased in plexiglass where you could see all the way around the blade and you could see just how thin some of them were, which really astounded me. For the Tachis, I thought they would be thicker, but no, they're actually quite long and thin. And the curves for all of them are different for each single blade. And to see the different styles that span throughout the millennia, essentially, as they had swords like Mikazuki from the 11th, both 11th century and various other Sanjo blades that have no names. And you're like, I only want to know more about these unnamed swords because they're beautiful too. Um, and seeing all of these different things, one of the things that really struck me was that despite all of the different curves for the Tachis and the Uchigatanas too, there was one sword that was like nearly completely straight and flat. And that was Mutsunokami Yoshiyuki. And I just think that was, it really struck me. I was like, that is a really flat blade, considering all of the ones that we've seen. And um, it was really cool. The, there was one thing that I did see, because I took my friend with me, Damachan, and she, she's been a weapon enthusiast for years, but she hasn't fallen down the token rambu hole just yet. But she, she's on the precipice. I'm about to... um knock her down there i think good With love she she <laughs> deserves it she will thoroughly enjoy it too oh yeah and she it was will. really nice because she appreciated my outbursts for being like oh my gosh but this sword has so much history let me tell you about it and so she i think was able to take some of that and gain a little bit of interest into it too um but we, we got to see the muramasa blade which is sengo sengo muramasa and uh, <laughs> Sengo has a really short, awkward tang. And you're like, okay, why is it shaped differently than the others? And so she looks at it, and then she just goes, with a tang that short, it's gotta be unbalanced. And so instantly, my, my head gives me Sengo's laugh, and just a mashoka, and I'm like, well, she's not wrong. Thanks, <laughs> thanks animators and creators of Token for for giving him an unbalanced feel because yeah um but for those of you who don't know what a tang is it's the bit underneath the hilt of the sword um so it's usually it's where the hilt attaches to the blade without messing up the blade bit so usually it's not a very pretty piece um but sometimes there will be like the inscriptions of the um swordsmith on it or in Soza's case, that lovely brand that Oda Nobunaga gave him. Um, yep. Yeah. Or in Kiko's case, you have a chrysanthemum. Um, so there's a handful of things that you can find on the tangs of swords. Um, right. A lot of them have, like you said, the, the swordsmith's inscription. Soza's was really fascinating. Because um, he had it on, he had, he had both of them on, or on both sides of the tang instead of just on one. And you could see that, that where they had him placed. And it gave me a newfound appreciation for Soza as a blade. <sighs> that. The Genji blades were also really gorgeous to see. There were there were three swords that I did not see up close. 
Um, I feel a little bad because I kind of wanted to see Goko tie, but the line was super long. And we were running short on time because we had buses and trains to catch to get back to our places a little bit further away. Um, and, but I, so I didn't see Goko Tai, Nakigitsune, or Kasen, um, unfortunately. But there was one blade that I forgot that would be on display that I was legitimately surprised by because the size of it just shocked me entirely. And that was Jiro Tachi. And Jiro Tachi, is an odaji, as most of us know by now, I hope. Um, and they have that dip in the blade that goes all the way up it. My friend called it a blood dip, I think. Blood um, groove. Blood groove, that one. Thank you. I'll ask the blood close. to drip down it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And um, in that blood groove is this really bold red stripe Ooh. and it just the color of it really surprised me i none of the others any of the other swords that i saw they didn't have any color to them but this beautiful otachi with this really long red stripe just all the way up it was like oh wow and then to think about his character design and to see that put into it was fascinating so that really that really surprised me um, Kenshin Kagimitsu is also a beautiful Tonto. All the Tontos Same have their voice. different, their different widths too, which was really cool to see because some of them are like they're a lot smaller than others, and then you have ones like Hocho that are actually really thick that look like a kitchen knife. You're like, oh, <laughs> okay, I see now. <laughs> uh, yeah, Hocho's so really Hocho thick blade. Atsushi yeah. is, and Shinano, they're really, and Yagen, I think if I recall, Yagen technically would have been, but yeah, Yagen, Yagen's kind of gone. <laughs> Yagen. But, yeah, that was fascinating uh, to see too, and it also made me really appreciate how they handled them into the game as well. They had the, the Tontos on the lower portion, and after coming down from seeing all of the different Tachis, you're seeing all these small blades and how they glint in the light and everything. And you're like, oh my gosh, they're actually really cute. Like, these little knives. They're, they're kind of precious looking, and I'm confused. And then to see how <laughs> they put that into the game and everything. and um, It was just a really, really exciting experience. And I have so much need for more swords in Token, and May Token never die. Because there are Hasebe siblings, and I need to see what Heshi would do if he were to ever get one at the Citadel. Um, or the Kuninaga. Or the yeah. Kuninaga! Oh my gosh, the Troll Crane family member. Like, please. Um, they also had a ton of swords that weren't in Token that were just gorgeous to see as well. Um, some various Naginatas that are really tall and spears that are just the spear tips and you're like wow that's actually really small but you work really well but you're really cool how how do some of these and it was it was just a really fascinating experience so if you have the chance go check out that exhibit while it's still going on and see what other swords they have coming up Higa, Higa and Hisa, yes did i miss anything from that i think you covered most everything well, Jesse also went and 
bought like all of us stuff. <laughs> yeah, I went to the Toro Token Rambu Heaven store that was at near nearby the main station in Kyoto. And that was really cool too. It was really small. It was a lot smaller than the one in Akihabara, but to be expected as a pop-up store in a mall. And they have so many different things. I brought home so many. I brought home stickers for myself and various things for everyone else. And they had they had goods for Kiwame boys, and that you can't really find very easily in the normal stores. So I was very excited to get those too. It's very good that I didn't realize that they took discover cards or I would have definitely probably gone and corrupt myself so um yeah it there's still a lot of things going on there they still have the 2.5d cafe for the live and for the stage and musical goods as well as themed meals snacks and whatnot and displays there too. I got to see the collaboration train for that they were doing a stamp rally with in part of Kyoto, a little further away from the museum. But it had Horikawa on it. And I was like, oh my gosh, Kazumi, my friend. I was like, look, that's from Token Rambu. She's like, right, okay. <laughs> it's like, yeah, it's okay. Don't worry about me. I am um, kind of falling down a dark hole, but it's okay. It's a lot of fun. Granted, seeing oh. anime characters on subway cars isn't out of the ordinary in Japan. It really isn't, but for someone to, like, point it out, I don't think she was expecting it. It was really funny. <laughs> all right. Um, yeah, so that's all I got. So, on the topic of sword history, um, I made mention last time that we're going to be bringing back our Behind the Blade section. Um, so I'm going to hand it off to Sarah and let her cover one of the swords from the game and kind of go over the history and the cultural aspects involved with their design um, and their stuff like that. So go ahead, Sarah. Okay, for Behind the Blade, we're going to be talking about Domaigata Naginara. But first, we're going to be talking about the historical figure that actually influenced Tomoagata Naginara. So, the historical figure that we're going to be talking about is Tomoe Gozen. So, in the Heinain period or the 12th century, there was a famous female samurai who wielded both Naginaras and Tachis. She was a well-trained female samurai who was a member of the Genji clan. And it's said that she was sent out as a captain during the Genpei Wars. And during this time in Japanese history, women were educated to the samurai life just as men were. So when the husbands would leave off to war, the women would defend the homes from intruders and also sometimes even follow their husbands to war as well. And it is likely that the sword type's name is referred to Tomoegata Naginara because of Tomoe Gozen's valor, courage, and strength. So we're going to be taking like this bulk of information and plugging it into Tomoegata Naginara as the token danshi in Tokenambu. So Tomoegata actually doesn't have any like personal history, like no specific owners that had him, no connections that he had with other swords. But the term Tomoegata Naginara is its own like term that's referred to the shape of style of naginaras. So by the time in the Edo period, naginaras were refer referred to as 
Tomoegata Naginaras, which is really interesting. So in the Edo period, Naginaras were primi primarily used by women. So that's why you can see in the Naginaras in Tokenambu, they have feminine attributes to their clothing, physicality, and demeanor. And that's really cool, and that shows how much dedication and detail that the artists put inside or put onto the tokendanchi. Because, like, you know, the tokendanchi are supposed to be ikimen or beautiful men, but they're also like living artifacts of history that hold so much information in, in general. Tomoegata Naginata doesn't have personal history, but he basically like represents the overarching history of Naginatas in general. Basically, a personification of the term Tomoegata Naginata. And as you could see in um, Tomoegata Naginata in the fifth musical or Musubi, um, there are plenty of times where Tomoegata questioned like, why a storyless sword as himself would be a leader or the captain for this, for this group of swords that were so involved with the Shinsengumi, who have so much relationships with other swords, but here he is, he's just questioning because he's like, I don't have that. But it's really good that they incorporated that part of his of the overarching history into Musubi. But overall, no, Tomoegate Naginata is a great sword who's basically a broad term personified into a token danshi. But that's it for Behind the Blade. I think you covered Tomoe pretty well. Um, one little small thing I will add, just a teeny bit. Um, it's kind of, it's more within Shizuka. Um, Shizuka makes mention of the fact that he doesn't like Yari. Um, Naginata's, uh, I'm going to mix him in because there's not much, there's more on Tomoe than there is on Shizuka, but it affects Tomoe as well. Um, Shizuka, it's because Naginata were very heavily used on horseback, and when horseback fighting styles came out of um, use and more urban fightings happened, Yari took more precedence, and he doesn't much like that. But he loves Wakazashis, because the Wakazashis used to be Naginatas, a lot of them. So they're his brethren. So, small little funny tidbit about some of the Naginatas. But thank you so much, Sarah, on doing that wonderful research on Tomoe. We'll figure out who we're going to cover next time. We have about two months. So speaking kind of since Sarah made mention of the musicals, we're going to transition into um, our live action stuff uh, with musicals and stage plays. So I'm going to hand it off to Jesse, Lexi, and Sarah to all the information that has been going on with the musical world. Oof. So the musical world just kind of had an explosion. Um, <laughs> but before we talk about the explosion, let us rejoice and celebrate because it has been three years. They just had their three-year anniversary for the since the trial version of Atsukashiyama had its debut performance. And there's been a lot of sub rejoicing from various members throughout it, throughout the week. And it's been really cool to see. Um, so, on sale October 31st, and now in my possession, is the DVD and Blu-ray, well, I got the DVD because I don't have a Blu-ray, of Token Rambu Hiden Yue no Me no Hototogisu, also known as Toast Day 4, um, or the <laughs> plane of death that can be buried and forgotten. 
hole. <laughs> nice deep hole. Yeah. We cover it up in mm. for now and we pretend we didn't we see it, it yet because ow. And we, we put a tree on top of it. No, we are not even talking so about trees. <laughs> trees are not safe even after that. <laughs> so the also in the heat end mode, we've got the uh the soundtrack for it goes on sale later this month in November. It goes on sale the 28th. Some more gorgeous songs sprung from that. Songs that'll probably make at least a couple people cry when we hear them again. Um but nothing new very valor nothing new there very well worth the listen and very exciting on that end we also got our first visual for the token rambu movie along with the release date set for january 18th in theaters in japan and with the fandom that token has you never know it may make it overseas i have a feeling it will um I don't know where overseas that will happen yet, but Paris. just keep your eyes out. Paris, probably, <laughs> yeah. Um, Paris, various <laughs> Asian countries around, considering York, they do that with the live streams. LA. Oh, that'd be wonderful. I hope it'll go over there. Um, it only goes to, like, a couple of cities. If it ever comes over to the U.S., and it's like, mm, yeah, we're going to go to New York because it's a big cultural hub, or L.A., you you do know people live in other states. <laughs> yeah, it, uh, they need to get in. They need to get in touch with the people that do the the anime movie releases, like with Funny and um, yeah. a few others. I know there's another one too, but they did do a movie release around. They, so they maybe did. and they they've brought Sailor Moon over. They did. So to say. Why why? Let's, let's oh, give the sword some love too. There's a market there, and I'm sure Crunchy sees that too. And so maybe, maybe, maybe something to Funimation to right do it. <laughs> it Bye. did, please, please, please. It did take several months for them to bring Kimi no Nawa over. Maybe they'll do the same thing. They'll just give it some time and have to wait and see. But let let your people know. They got the Hero Academia movie like what two or yeah. two weeks after. I was like, dang. I, yeah, I was watching Cure Academia at the time, and I was like, the, the filler episode was a light little trailer and plug for the movie, yeah. and the movie literally was coming out, like, the weekend of in Japan, and then it was like, hey, not even, like, a month or so later, it's like, hey, it's in, in theaters in the U.S., and I'm like, I'm gonna go see that, so th there's a possibility we could get it, we don't know. Uh... Okay, so I'm gonna I'm gonna drop one bombshell and then I'm gonna leave the left two for for Sarah and Lexi to cover. Uh. But actually, <laughs> well, yeah. So one bombshell. Kashu is no longer the only one going out on his own little solo tours. We will now have the Genji brothers, Higekiri and Hizamaru, having a duo deployment instead of a solo. <laughs> duet kind of thing yeah um and that'll be coming sometime in 2019 we don't have any dates for that but it could be like costumes where they do it in the fall is my general guess but it could happen in the summer the only thing that i know it won't happen in is january through march and the reason being sarah <laughs> mihotose <laughs> ah! <laughs> So happy bubble of Mihotose getting another run. And the actors are overjoyed. I'm overjoyed. Most people are overjoyed who like Mihotose. 
if they don't like Miyotose, we're going to make them like Miyotose. Um, <laughs> just saying. Harsh. What happened to Bakuten? I don't know. Hachiska's never going to get his chance again, but it's okay. Uh, don't worry. Well, they, they just had Musubi, so. Formation of Tokyo. <laughs> okay, Musubi. <laughs> Most of them are already in Musubi, besides, like, or like, Kensuke. 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 I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Formation of Tokyo pre like the promotional poster for freaking Formation of Tokyo. I'm I'm still a little bit salty, but I'm gonna I'm gonna refrain for right now because that's a completely different can of worms and I'm not gonna open. <laughs> <laughs> but Miho Tose love. Miho Tose. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Good kids, it has good kids. I love them. beautiful kids, wonderful kids. We love all of them, <laughs> including certain other ones. Uh, they have already conform- conformed, wow, conformed. confirmed four, <laughs> four different cities. Tokyo, which will have run- shows from January 20th to February 3rd. Osaka from February 8th to February 11th. Kyoto, February 17th to March 3rd, and Tokyo, which will have March 15th until March 24th. <sighs> Those boys will need a huge nap, especially since Shinken is coming up. And just, I'm so happy for them right now. They deserve it. it they are magical babies. And I'm actually going to shove off the next one. Point, though, because we came up with another bombshell when they came out with this announcement. Lexi. <laughs> I will not stop screaming in a minute. So, Lexi, you want to give this one some love? Yeah, yeah, I got it. It's okay. Um, we were also informed that Zaiki will not be returning for the role of Okurikara during the rerun of Mihotose. Um, the new person who has been casted is uh, Makishima Hikaru, who is actually like. He is known with the other, like, Token Donchi. He's actually in A3 right now um, with Ryugi, which is um, Monoyoshi, and I believe one of the people, like, the um, historical figures who's also in it, but I don't remember who it is, and I don't remember the actor's name. But... I want to say it's Iyasu. I feel like it's Iyasu. It, it might, it just might be, but all I see is A3 pictures right now, so unless we're going to be talking about the guy from the winter group that has blonde hair and glasses, which is what I know him as right now, and I could probably tell you his Twitter handle <laughs> quite frequently, but he's a good kid. We have to support him and love him. He was also in the zombie Halloween <laughs> stage thing with Haru-chan and um, Akira. And he was in Prince of Tennis like most other people. He is... He wasn't in Tenimu. <laughs> he, he's going to be here and we're going to love him and support him. And I think that he will do a good job as Okurikara. They'll be cute babs and it'll be nice for several of the other actors to just have someone who hasn't really been in the Tomu so much. So it'll be like a little bit of a reunion thing. And we can go and also, I'll support Zaiki some other way because he's yeah. also a good bab. So we'll make it work. Yeah. And all oh. the babies will get love. Please send I all your I just remembered. 
Hikaru and Zaiki are both in dive. They're both in the dive stage. <laughs> Honey, there are so oh many God. babs in dive that are running around in speedos and the Tomyu and Toaste babies. They look so cold. They need blankets and sandwiches. A lot of sandwiches. I'm sure they were having fun, but they look like they're 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 gonna be chilly. So they'll, they'll figure it out. They'll figure it out. It's okay. We're fine. <laughs> but yeah, so Miho Tose rerun will be great. Make sure you give all your love to the to um Maxima as he steps into this new role. Support him as much as you can, as well as support Psyche. He's been doing a lot lately that looks like he's been having a ton of fun. You can find him and Makisima actually on Twitter to see what they've what they're up to. But yeah, yeah. Give all the love to Psyche because um obviously he has other things going on, which is probably the main reason. But there was some drama that happened early on in the year, so that could have also put a bit of a stain on that but let's hope it's more of like Ogawa Yuki where it's he's moving on to other things so yeah mm -hmm. it's just decided he 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 fits the part a little too well is all it is he didn't want to get along <laughs> so he's not gonna get along he got ran off <laughs> <laughs> Jesse um, I I couldn't help it I'm sorry <laughs> tisk tisk all right hey it fit but one more thing on that, though, because yeah. I, one thing that they were, all the boys were really excited for is there's going to be a Kyoto performance, like Sarah mentioned, in, in February. And they didn't have one when it went through the first time. So this opens the door for more people to go see Mihotose, so they will get that extra love. And I think that's really exciting. If you're interested in getting any of the tickets, check that out online, too. There's the um, If you're getting the CDs for Musubi, the singles... It's the album release that has, is about to come out with its CD mid-March. Not mid-month of November. <laughs> um, there's a special number in there, a serial code you can use to enter a special lottery to get a ticket for one of those performances. So check that out, too. But, Give um, them your love. Speaking That's of performances, wh where's the Kyushu love? Where's my Kyushu love? Kyushu love happens with the stage plays. That's all I can really say. They don't often go down to go Kyushu for them. Go to Fukuoka. Yeah, <laughs> Maybe we'll get a Kuroda clan musical one day. Please. Oh. And please, please, You know. Please. <laughs> if, they, if we have Kuroda, can we also have the Odagumi not if they have a Kurada one, they can't not go to Fukuoka. I'm sorry. If they don't, I'm rioting and I'm sending a petition <laughs> to them and being like, I'm sorry, I'm a filthy American weeaboo, but you need to send your boys <laughs> to Fukuoka because that's sad. <laughs> Basically. And I yeah. They they'll it really is more the stages. They they Why do the stages go to more places? I don't know. Because even the Haikyuu stage play went to Fukuoka, and I missed it by a month, and I sobbed. <laughs> that's that's a mood. Yeah, no, I was, like, done studying abroad, and then I was like, oh, hey, it's going to be here at the end of September. I'm like, <laughs> rip my life. But, yeah, um, that was me trying to go to a Haikyuu play in Osaka while studying abroad. It did not work, and I was sad. Well, anyways, I think that's all of our news, correct? 
Yes, all of our news. We just have the last little bit. All right, and we're going to let Lexi cover that. Yo! So, along with, since we are doing a Blade, we're also going to be covering an actor. And to go along with Tomoe... We good? It's my turn. Okay. Cool. Yes. Um. <laughs> that was your segue, Lexi. <laughs> Sorry, I'm the social cues. I'm I'm awkward. Um, okay. Hi, my name is Squeaky Squishy, and I'm awkward. Um. Kiyama Hiroki. Hiroki. How to keep? I cannot talk. Go. You know what? I'm gonna cancel myself right now. <laughs> and I'm going to sit here for three seconds, and I'm going to recollect my thoughts because I can't read. Ho-chan <laughs> <laughs> understands. Restart. Okay. Yeah. Kiyama Haruki. I'm just going to call him Haruchan because I can't read. Hi, guys. This is a real king right here. I'm Emperor. so glad that you guys have sat through this all for me to go on my rant. <laughs> I found out some good news for you. This great boy who plays Tomoe Gatanaginata was born on January 10th, 1985. Good kid. He started performing at the age of three and was inspired by his father who did um, Kabuki and his mother who did ballet. And at the age of 14, he moved to the United States to become a better dancer. In 2008, he graduated from the University of the Arts with a BFA in ballet. And just from there, he just took off and started performing. And now he's just living his best life, doing all the wonderful things that he does, like taking pictures of his fruit hanger and hanging out with... (laughs) All of his friends. But I found a good list of notable works that he has been in. Like, I don't know. He was in Michael Jackson Man in the Mirror World Tour cast in 2010. As what? well as being on Broadway for a few years. And I don't know about you guys, but that was something. He has the skills. <laughs> yep. And you can tell if you watch Misubi. He's he's definitely magical. You know, those hips don't lie. Really, really. (laughs) Thank you, Lexi, for filling us in on a little bit more into some of the actors involved in the stage plays. Um, Hopefully I will memorize them all. Lexi is going to quiz me one day. It's a graded assignment. Yeah, it's a graded assignment, apparently. So... (laughs) Well, we'll see how well, I the do. Master Sword, Master the Quiz. We'll find uh, out soon. Not good <laughs> with actual people. Don't worry, we'll make sure you do wonderful. Okay, I got into K-pop and I managed to memorize all of those boys, so I will be fine once I actually sit down and look at them. <laughs> it's just, I'm used to seeing them as their characters, and I'm like, I can't pick you out of a lineup when you're not in character, or if you're in a different character outfit. Unless Look it's Maki, because it's Maki. Features. Like noses, eye shapes, smiles, cheeks, and hairstyles, because trust. Some kids have very special hairstyles. 
Brushy, brushy oh. is a common thing with certain ones. And child, you go back to that color before because that one does not work. <laughs> <laughs> I did Imano's dye his hair like blonde. <laughs> Bad. No, so Imano usually has his hair blondish, but Mario has his hair black usually. One day they like switched. And I remember that. Yeah. Oh my god, he yeah. was curly out. So Mario Mario is is Mika, Mikazuki. Okay, and then we have Shunya, who's the little Imano bouncy fairy boy, right? And to see them suddenly switch colors, you're like, my brain hurts. Stop. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> My favorite is like casually sitting there scrolling on like Instagram and then bam, Sato Ryuji has a new hairstyle and a new yeah! hair color. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Jesse, <laughs> collect your son. I need to. If I have to collect mine, y'all have to come collect yours. Like <clears throat> I don't do anything. Like <laughs> <laughs> Yours is off having adventures of some sort with Torigoe because those two and their Reebok love, like Reebok. <laughs> if you want to get more into Reebok. these stage actors, go yeah, follow anyway. their Twitters. They're please do, <laughs> and you will oh, like Torigoe and Torigoe is trying to get in with Moku and like, hey, let's go travel together because Moku's Even like, I want to go to understand. LA. I oh. want to go to New York. And Torigoe's like, great, let's go. But sometimes, like, even if you don't know what they're saying, some of their pictures are just great, especially Hisamaru, okay. who can't take a dang <laughs> picture. <laughs> they're like, always blurry. Akira's like, Special they're always blurry. He's laughing. He is a giggle box, and I swear he can't keep a straight face. I'm right. so excited with the Shinken post coming soon because the practices have started for that and to see them all with the pictures together. I'm looking forward to more of the blurry, blurry. <laughs> oh gosh. Hige, Hige's actor called him Bude Maru. <laughs> He's like, <laughs> blurry okay, Maru is back. Blurry. <laughs> yeah. All right. Tune in well. for another wonderful session of how many times will um, Akira touch his belt <laughs> while performing <laughs> because we all know that I'll be keeping a tally yep please do alright well I think uh, we have rambled on enough at this point um, so thank you guys for listening so much to our podcast um, if you want to know more about us and keep up to date um, you can follow us on our social media at uh, Token Rambles on Twitter and Token Rambles Podcast on Facebook. Uh, you can listen to our podcast anywhere uh, where podcasts are hosted, including our Podbean, um, iTunes, and the Google Play Store. We also have um, our YouTube channel as well, where you can listen um, to our podcast there. Uh, if you want to know, if you want to keep up with us and talk with us a little bit more, Please um, come find our Discord if you would like to, um, because we've been having some issues with bots and other things. I had to put a big old lockdown on a lot of um, the invite-related stuff with the pot, uh, with the Discord. So please um, message our um, our Twitter, and we will get to uh, we will give you a link uh, 
so you can join us here. And just as a reminder, once again, I mentioned this kind of in the middle of nowhere uh, in upcoming updates for the game, but also our upcoming updates. We will not have a podcast in November. Um, our just we will have a podcast um, for that will cover both November and December. So look out for that um, probably around the end of the holidays time. So, all right, that's it. Once again, thank you guys so much for listening. Um, We are Token Rambles Podcast. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye.